Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. This is episode 40, part two. My name is Woody, and I'm joined with Pro-K on this episode. As we continue our discussion about conspiracy theories, mainly focused on sports conspiracies, hope you guys enjoy. All right, let, let's talk about a few sports ones. Do you have, I'll let you start off, do you have any that are sports related? No, not that I can think of. So, all right, I've got a couple of good ones. And I hope you're, I hope this isn't all for nothing. I hope that you're familiar with these. So, let's see, which one's a good one to start off with? All right, let's start off with this one. The NFL uses Beyonce to black out the Super Bowl. And this is Super Bowl 47. You remember this? It was the Ravens versus the 49ers. Yes, the the game was delayed like an hour. It was like I think it was thirty seven minutes. So so here's the deal. Here's the theory. During Super Bowl forty seven, the NFL intentionally stuns the Baltimore Ravens by triggering a power outage moments after Beyonce's halftime performance. With the Ravens' momentum disrupted, the San Francisco Forty Nine ers get back in the game. Is it plausible? And no. and to give you to, hold on to give you an idea, I think the the score. It doesn't have it on this yeah, little website. Well, it was like 28 to 6. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. And then the um, I believe the 49ers scored 17 unanswered points after this. Mm-hmm. Ravens still went on to win, but they won by like six points, I think. Um, Ray Lewis thinks it's plausible. In the documentary America's Game, the former Baltimore Ravens linebacker says, quote, you're a zillion dollar company and your lights go out? No. No uh, way. Teammate Charles don't. Suggs echoed a similar sentiment during an episode of ESPN's E60 by adding, quote, I was like, ah, Roger Goodell, he never stops. He's always, he always has something up his sleeve. He just couldn't let us have this one in a landslide, huh? Both teams were delayed. It, but, but it appears that the 49ers were able to regroup. They had time to regroup. Half I think it was a had the Super Bowls already like 40 minutes. They have plenty of time to regroup in the normal amount of time. How about the Ravens? So I, did it happen? I think they though they were playing when they, when it when the lights went out. And it's not the the NFL doesn't own the that was a the Superdome, right? Uh, I'm not sure where it was. I think it was in New Orleans. Was it in New Orleans? I think so. I'll take your word for it. Uh, are you researching this or no? You're just saying it. 
I they only held the Super Bowl like eight different places. So uh, the Ravens defeated the 49ers by a score of 31, uh, sorry, 34 to 31. And which handed the 49ers their first Super Bowl loss in their franchise history. Yeah, it was uh, this was the 10th Super Bowl to be played in New Orleans. Yeah. Now, now here's the deal. They here's don't the deal. Own the Superdome, the NFL can't control the electricity. New Orleans is just... so. Here's the building. deal. Here's the deal. It, it didn't happen during halftime. It happened in the third quarter. So mm-hmm. here's the score. Here's the box score. First quarter, seven to three, Baltimore. End of the second quarter, it was twenty-one to six. In the third quarter, the Baltimore scored seven points. Made it twenty-eight to six. Boom! Lights go out. In the for 34, 37 minutes, forty minutes, something like that. Then in the third third quarter, the San Francisco 49ers scored seventeen unanswered points after the uh, the power came back on. Okay. Baltimore scored six points in the uh, fourth quarter, and San Francisco scored eight. Final score, 34-31. Baltimore squeezes out by three points. Why did the lights go out, Proke? It's a fucking Super Bowl. You think you think they would have the... I mean, here's what I'll say. This is like, not plausible. This is stupid. So you're saying not plausible so at all. Stupid. None. So why did the lights There's go no out chance. then? Like I would say it's not plausible that the lights could fucking go out in the goddamn stadium, bro, during the Super Bowl. It's New or it's an old state. It's Super Bowl. It's it's New Orleans. Super bro, dumb. I, th- there should be someone no. standing next to the fucking light switch. Guarding I'm, the light switch. For the Super Bowl? If if the if it was the light switch, they could have just flipped it right back on. And that doesn't do – that should have no effect. Like, what's well, Terrell Suggs' statement of, oh, it's going to be close now that they flipped the lights off. Like, how's that – you just give up because the lights went out? All right. Hold Stupid. that thought for a second. Stupid. I wasn't even going to mention this one, but since you're saying what you're saying, I'm going to say this. Spygate. Here's the theory. <laughs> No, not the theory for Spygate because we know that happened, right? We know Spygate happened. They were filming other teams. Like this was this is this all happened. That part's not the conspiracy. What Roger Goodell did after that is what the conspiracy is. Here's the theory: not wanting to further incriminate one of his marquee franchises, Roger Goodell orders that the Spygate tapes be destroyed. From film that they may have affected the outcome of a Super Bowl to a ritualistic sacrifice performed by Tom Brady on behalf of the Illuminati, the contents of those tapes are a total mystery. Is it plausible? Did Roger Cadell destroy the Spygate tapes to conceal some untold evil secret in the film? It certainly seems that way. According to an article by ESPN, Cadell cites, quote, keeping the tapes out of the competitors' hands, unquote, as a reason for destroying them, which sounds flimsier than a house made of 
foam fingers. What was on those tapes, Roger? That's what it said. I just read it from this website, which, by the way, I'm reading Bleacher Report article right now. I have no idea. <laughs> Did Roger Cadell order that the tapes be destroyed to protect his marquee franchise from further indictment? I don't know. And if that's I mean, plausible, hold on. Well, if that's plausible, I'm going to use that and then pivot back and circle back to what you just said about the fucking Super Bowl. If if he'll fucking destroy the tapes to protect his people in Boston, you don't think Goodell would fucking have somebody down there and flip the switch in the Superdome? I don't, I don't think that those are his people in Boston. Boston oh, those are his people. Are you hates- kidding me? The, there's nobody that hates Roger Goodell more than the Patriots. No one. I get that. I know the Patriots fans, and that's because of the deflate gate, but Roger Goodell and the owner. Um, Robert Kraft. The, yeah. Kraft. They have. Did they go to, Asian they have a good Carlos relationship together. Probably. Probably. Cool. So, so hearing about that, and I, I really don't care if you think he destroyed the tapes or not. That's not my point. My point in bringing that up, though, is that if he's capable of doing that, I mean, bro, he's easily capable of shutting the fucking lights off in the Super Bowl to get the fucking... Because, I mean, do you really think it's good for the product for one team just to blow out the other team in the Super Bowl? I don't think it's good for the product for that either because we were at a... Uh, I was at a... Super Bowl party for that in on the East Coast. The Super Bowl goes till like eight million o'clock in the morning, and everybody left. They're like, "Oh, it's twenty-eight to six in the third quarter. The power's out. We're leaving." I got two more sports ones that I want to hit up. All right. But with that being said, though, you you're still even though there's a possibility that I mean, well, we know that Goodell. Destroy the tapes. Pretty sure we know that. Despite Gabe, those tapes don't exist. He had them destroyed. Because he was protecting his largest franchise, his best moneymaker. So with that being said, you don't think it's you don't think it's plausible at all that the NFL, the high the, the highest of the highest man in charge in the NFL would protect the The Super Bowl product from running. No. Okay. I don't think that, like, I don't think that helped him. Okay. All right. That's dumb. Do you like the Patriots? Are you a big Patriots fan? Patriots? No, I like Tom Brady, but. Do you like Roger Goodell? No, I think he's awful. Okay. Actually, I more I like Tom Brady and Belichick. I don't care about the Patriots in general. So these three sports. Uh, well, actually, I want to do four. There's three more. They're all different sports, right? So that was the football one. More for the Super Bowl, and you're saying that it was just an honest mistake. Someone hit a light switch. Maybe they like. Maybe they were walking, and you know, someone bumped into them, and they rubbed up against the wall, and like their shoulder flipped the light switch. And super. Or maybe super it's an old stadium that had gone through a hurricane not that long ago. 
Michael Jordan, the NBA. Oh, yes. Or the MLB. He was 30 years old. Here's a theory. In 1993, Michael Jordan is suspended by the NBA for a year as a result of his rampant gambling. To avoid sullying his brand, number 23 in the league orchestrated a scenario by which Jordan unexpectedly retires and switches sports. He was 30 years old when he retired. When he, quote unquote, retired. Mm-hmm. Is it plausible? Which we should tell folks, if you don't know the story behind this, uh, roughly speaking, he um, tried his hand at baseball, couldn't hit a curveball. Um, he went with the White Sox, obviously a Chicago team. Um, was in the minors the whole time. He actually played in Jacksonville against the Suns. The double A, uh, he played for the Barons, the double A program for the White Sox. He was out good. He was bad. He was like a 200 hitter. He was the Tim Tebow. Yes. The White Sox. Could not hit a curveball. Could not hit a curveball. It was like laughable how bad it was. I mean, he's a good athlete. I mean, you know, he's fast. You know, he's athletic, you know, but just. He was. If he was, if he wasn't who he was, he wouldn't have made it to double A. I think that is plausible that they worked it out. His agent worked it out with, uh, with the league to save his image. So what also happened is, and what that what Jordan said, what happened because this was like big news back in the nineties. This is like all everybody talked about back then. Um. What he was saying is that his father had passed away. He just, his mind wasn't in the game anymore. And he was, he needed to step away. And his dad did die like during this time. But that's what Jordan leaned on was his father's death. So Bleacher Report here asks, is it plausible? They say, nope. If Jordan wanted to avoid damaging his brand, he wouldn't spend a summer grounding into double plays in Birmingham, Alabama playing for the Birmingham Barons. That would be like LeBron James leaving the throne right now to coach high school football in suburban Akron and open a Nissan dealership. It doesn't make any sense. If How David Stern in the league are Machiavellian enough to, uh, to fix draft picks and cover up suspensions, they'd hatch a more sinister plan than, quote, um, what about minor league baseball? So the guys at Bleacher Report don't think it's possible. But I mean, I'm kind of with you. I think it's a little fishy that he I think I it mean, happens all the time. He was he was gone for two years, bro. He came back in yeah. He came back in ninety five, I think, and then he won three more championships. And that's when he came back with number forty five. Yeah, I don't think it's baseball part happens all the time, but uh well, I, think, being, I think he just wanted something to do that's no, sports related. You know what I mean? Like if if he was going to be suspended for no, for this, I'm not talking about. I think deals being worked out to save images happens all the time. Well, I mean, it yeah, happens. It's literally it, it happened with Dustin Johnson. I th- I, yes. I honestly think, and this isn't a conspiracy theory we're talking about, but I think it it happened with Tiger. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think Tiger avoided several steroid situations. In golf steroid 
I think he 100% tested positive for steroids. And instead of that ruining the entire PGA Tour's image and his he image, took he took time off. No, he took time off several times, bro. Several times. To get his knee replaced? There was there was there was several times. I don't know what the what the the timeline is. I'd have to go back and look. That I wasn't prepared for that. That wasn't one of the uh, the um, conspiracy theories. But yeah, no, I, I think that he, he, there's several times he took a break for like a year or two, for like a full season. That I think is 100 percent based on steroid use and being caught doing it. Thousand percent. No way. Well. Uh- the tour discipline in the on in golf is a uh, private. They don't announce any of that. But yeah, I think DJ Tiger doing steroids. You hold on a second. You don't think Tiger's ever done steroids? You don't think he ever failed a steroids test at no. all? Ever? No. Wow. No, he he would. He took the if he took steroids, they were the worst steroids that were ever made. I, I want to jump down this rabbit hole with you because you, I, I think you couldn't be any more wrong. Like the dude wasn't strong, bro. He's he's swelled up recently. Recently, what are you talking about? Tiger was never big. He's always a twig. Tiger doing steroids is a wild one. They were the worst steroids ever made if he's doing steroids. It's like saying Bryson was doing steroids. Bryson got fat. You you don't think it's possible that Tiger Woods ever took performance enhancing drugs? No, I don't like ones that make you bigger? No. Uh, it, he took the worst ones ever if he did. I can't I can't pull up enough information live to even have this debate with you, but because, again, it wasn't on my list of things. So I just don't think been, it's that I, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I've never once was like, yeah, that guy's on steroids. I'm like, oh, that guy's a twig. You get crushed by any other athlete broken in half this is the era of 2006-2007 this is Bleacher Report ever since Tiger Woods started wearing those really tight golf shirts to show off his bulky his bulked up body, which I think, if I recall, this is a blog on here, which, if I recall correctly, began in 2007. There have been whispers that he may be using steroids or HGH, performance enhancing drugs, PEDs. I must admit that I, at the time, like most people, wondered out loud to friends and work colleagues if it could be possible. His sudden increase in size simply gave me cause to wonder if it could be true. The reaction to these whispers by most golf fans and sport fans in general was that there was no way Tiger would cheat and that there could not uh, they could not see what possible benefit one could get from PEDs with regard to golf. The reaction was basically the same by the mainstream media, at least the ones that were even willing to bring it up. Most in the mainstream media did not even address the whispers. Gary Player in 2007 addressing the media at the Open Championship 
stated he was aware of two male golf professionals that were using PEDs. He was told in confidence by these players and thus had promised not to mention any names and thought the number could be as high as 10 or much higher. The reaction by most of the players was that Gary was trying to damage golf and it, and it was silly to think that anyone was using PEDs on the PGA Tour. Tiger, who in 2006 stated he wanted to see testing for PEDs started as soon as possible, said the following at the time, quote, if anything, probably out here, it would be testing positive for maybe being hung over a little bit, Wood said. Phil Mickelson at the time had this reaction, quote, I don't think there's even a remote chance that will happen, he said, of a golfer testing positive for steroids. At the time of Gary uh, Player's revelations, to my knowledge, none of the three networks that covered golf, ABC, NBC, or CBS, never even tried to speculate who Gary might be referring to. The obvious first choice was Tiger Woods for reasons mentioned above, but no one dared to mention his name. The second, the second choice might be Camilo Vajegas, but he was meant he wasn't mentioned either. I thought to myself at the time and mentioned to my friends that it seemed odd to me that no one at the networks would even begin to speculate on who Gary Player was referring to. Here was a Hall of Fame golfer making a pretty shocking statement, and there was uh, a fairly weak response in return by the three networks covering golf. The reaction by most fans in the mainstream media to the suggestion that a pro male golfer could be using PEDs was exactly what I expected, which was based off raw motion and desire to protect the golden goose of golf, Tiger. And in some cases, it seemed total. They seem to be uh, totally naive. Um, the common misconception about PEDs by fans and by the mainstream media alike was that their only benefit from using PEDs was increase in mus- muscle size and muscle speed. PEDs do increase muscle size and speed, but other benefits are a reduction in recovery time needed between w- hard workouts, being able to train harder and longer, reducing inflammation and swelling, increased energy, and uh, speeding up healing time from injuries. Um, my suspicions about Tiger potential PED uh, uh, use grew more when an article was published in 2007 in the magazine Men's Fitness. In the article, they somewhat describe in detail via Tiger's trainer what Tiger's Woods daily workout was. Um, in the article, it was stated that Tiger came onto the US PGA Tour in late 1996. He was 6'2 in height, weighed 158 pounds, and had a 29 inch waist. At the time of the article was written, Tiger weighed about 185 pounds and had a 30 cents inch waist, thus an increase of approximately 30 pounds, which appears, based on appearance, to be all muscle. Further stated in the article, Tiger's Las Vegas-based trainer, Keith Ke- uh, Clevin, said Tiger was working out five to six days a week with weights. I read elsewhere at, uh, at about the same time, I think in Golf Digest, that Tiger also runs, hits practice balls, and plays at least 18 holes of golf, as well as on these five or six days. And then he goes on to continue to talk about it. And then Tiger took some time off after this. He took some time off of work after, after like around, when was it? 2009? 2008? Uh, the only time off I've ever heard, seen him take is for after surgeries. Oh, he missed the whole season. When it, When was that? Uh, after the Open, U.S. Open. What year, he had, though? He had knee surgery. That's 2008. You missed the whole season? Yeah, he had, he had his knee replaced or whatever. He had an ACL. That's right. Anyway, probably going to edit a lot of that out. I was just 
letting you know that this was like a yeah. whole thing. This is like a whole thing. If, if Tiger was doing steroids and and taking and working out like that, Tiger would have been massive. He would have been huge. Bro, do you know how hard it is to put on 30 pounds of muscle? From a 19-year-old, not hard. LeBron came in the league and was a string bean. LeBron was in a string bean. Yes, he was. He was in a string bean. I grew up with LeBron. He was in a string bean. He lived down the street from me. He's string bean. He's very tall, but he's a twig. He's not a string bean. Not now. He was when he came into the NBA. He was tiny. But Tiger blew up quick. LeBron never blew up quick. So did Bryson. You could put on weight fast if you want to. But Tiger didn't t- Tiger didn't put on anything but muscle. And he didn't put it on that fast. What are you talking about? 2006 is 10 years, dude. Yeah. And he it, no, and, and it wasn't a gradual thing. It literally was like you 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 can see him putting on weight in like 2002, 2003. But prior to that, he was skin and bones, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, adults. Then all of a sudden, he just put on muscle. I don't know. I mean, who's Gary Player talking about, bro? Gary Player says just dumb things a lot. I mean, he stick up for the PGA Tour against Liv. Are those dumb things that he was saying? Or is that dumb that he was doing that? Can't have it both ways. I think there's like zero chance that Tiger took steroids. Like zero. I think zero. Not just because it's Tiger. Because he got zero results out of it if he did it. They were the worst steroids ever. Why would you say that? How do you know he didn't get anything out of it? Like I know people that do steroids. They are huge. They bro, got, that, that's they so, huge you didn't you, bro, overnight. It literally talks about in this article that it's not about putting on muscle all the time. It's about recovering. Yes, but it, Tiger was lifting every single day. Tiger would have been enormous so, if bro, he was doing steroids. Do you remember all his like all his uh, like he would get up and and lift weights for two hours, go practice for yes. three hours, and play eighteen holes, and do it, bro? In order to do that, you have to have something. If he was doing that on steroids, he would have been massive. He would have been NFL size. If he was working out like that, no. And what you're missing steroids. is you have to be taking something to survive that six days a week. The human body won't survive it. I work out six days a week. You don't do that. No, I don't. I don't. I have a job. Right. That's what. That's. I mean, dude. Every, have, a a lot of people work out for thirty. A lot of people work out for thirty minutes. That's not what there we're talking no, about. Listen, there is absolutely zero. Point zero chance that Tiger can work out that much, take steroids, and not become enormous. He would have been linebacker size. He would have been enor- gigantic. If he worked out that much and took steroids, he would have been massive. 
He would let me repeat this. Let me repeat this. The common misconception about PEDs by fans and by the mainstream media alike was that the only benefit for using PEDs was to increase muscle matter. size and it, muscle speed. It doesn't PEDs, matter. PEDs do increase muscle size and speed, but other benefits are reduction in recovery time needed between hard workouts, being able to train harder for longer, reducing inflammation and swelling, increased energy, and speeding healing yes, time from injuries. But you don't get to pick that. You don't get to pick. If you work out there's that much, different ones that do different stuff, bro. There, there's certain ones that if you that work out that much re- on steroids, you're going to be gigantic, you, bro. You think you think steroids equals bodybuilders? That's not necessarily the situation, dude. There's well, a, there's Tiger different was types. Lifting. He there's, was lifting. Who cares? He, dude, who cares how much he was lifting? He's lifting weights. He's going to and taking steroid. I know people that take steroids. They work out five times a week. Have a job. Eat like crap. You understand that there's different types of steroids, though, right? You understand it's not just the same type that they're all taking. There, there's different there types. Absolutely zero chance he was on steroids. You're wild for saying zero chance. Zero. You're it's wild for saying. Oh, hold on. You're wild. So I just want to confirm this. You think it's possible we didn't go to the moon, but it's a zero percent chance Tiger ever took a PED. Think about how that sounds. Say that out loud. I want you to say that out loud. Say, say it's plausible we didn't go to the moon, but it's impossible that Tiger took a PED. Say that out loud because it sounds so fucking ridiculous. I want to get it recorded. Say that out loud. If he took, if Tiger- no, 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 I want you to say that specifically. Say moon landing equals us not going to the moon equals plausible. Tiger. Taking PEDs equals impossible. Say that. Yes. That's wild. That is wild, bro. That is that's wilder than the Browns are a top five NFL football team, bro. That is if wild, I, bro. If Tiger was thought he was taking a PED, bro, he's been injured his entire life. If anything, he's taking shit to recover from injuries. Like, like that. That alone. Well, it's not working. <laughs> How did he, dude? How did he recover from fucking two broken legs so fast? He hasn't. <laughs> the guy can't walk. No, but I mean, he shouldn't have been playing golf that fast, dude. He shouldn't have, and he didn't. You don't. What, you don't think he's taking something for that, dude? I'm sure he's taking all kinds of stuff. Oh, absolutely, he's taking shit, dude. You don't think he was taking shit after the fucking U.S. Open victory when he had that that cracked fucking. Um, shin or whatever it was sore acl whatever you you don't think he was taking something to recover from that dude yeah he took a surgery those are peds the year steroids are peds no no a a steroid is a type of ped and there's multiple types of steroids okay that's wild, bro. Moon landing is possible <laughs> that we faked it. It's possible we faked the moon landing. It's impossible Tiger ever took a performance-enhancing drug. Yes or no? Yes. It's wild. All right, moving on. We're clipping it. I just I needed to go through that. I'm probably going to erase most of everything I talked about because I don't. There's no no reason to read the entire article. 
but I'm definitely keeping it's plausible moon landing faked impossible not even 1% chance 0.000 to infinity chance Tiger ever took a performance enhancing drug now is it that yeah, you hope he, he didn't? Is it that you hope he didn't? Like kind of like you hope 9/11 wasn't an inside job or be, because if no. he did then that would tarnish the PGA Tour's image. No, I, I think that if if Tiger took PDs he should fire whoever got them for him cuz they're the worst PDs of in the history of sports. Wild they, times. Bro, you, you're under the assumption that if you take a, t- a steroid, that you have to become a bodybuilder. No, no. I'm saying that if you take a steroid and you're working out the way that Tiger worked out, you're going to get huge. No, who, said, who, who says? Bro, he, he, dude, he, he, if you looked at his workout schedule, like the small percentage of it was lifting weights. He was doing. He was doing a I know lot guys of stuff. Work out three times a week and take steroids, and they are huge. They because, get huge over because nothing. they're lifting max every day, bro. That, that that's how you get bigger. You have to tear the muscle fibers. If you like, like look at Tom Brady. Oh if you go God. out there and you just do high reps at low weight, you can still take steroids. You're not going to get big. Do you understand what the steroid does? The steroid, the steroid allows your metabolism to to and allows you to well, Tiger lift was heavier and work out longer. Tiger doesn't wasn't lifting heavy weights, bro. Lifting. Tiger he was, was doing weight, but he wasn't maxing out every day, dude. You got to understand the oh the way that the fucking body works. He wasn't Tiger would have been gigantic if he took steroids. It's it's really fucking hard to put on 30 pounds of muscle when you're fucking doing so many calisthenics and you're doing so many endurance workouts like Tiger was doing. It eats away at your muscles too, bro. 30 pounds of muscle on a skinny frame is tough to do when when you're working out 20 hours a day and most of your workout is just calorie burning. It's really difficult to do. It doesn't add up. What you're saying right now is one plus three equals seven. It doesn't add up. Do I think Tiger was 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 shooting fucking steroids into his dick three times a week? No. Do I think he was going to jump on any opportunity to have a fucking edge on recovery? Yes. Do I think he was going to jump on any opportunity to have an edge on stamina and endurance? Yes. Bro, you, here's another fucking example. Old cyclist dude. Fucking what's his name? Armstrong, is he a bodybuilder, bro? No, but he didn't live. Is he? How big is Armstrong, bro? He's fucking a twig, dude. He was fucking taking steroids. Yeah, but he didn't lift six days a week. Tiger did. Tiger would have been enormous. Dude, bro, you're you're lost. You're lost. For you to suggest that the moon landing's plausible and it's impossible for Tiger to have ever taken a PED is wild. Moving on. That one's wild. You have when we get off this podcast, you're gonna you're gonna realize, yeah, that was fucking wild. I don't know. I you're, don't, a tiger, you're a tiger fanboy, bro, and I get it. I'm and, not. And you, and, you, and you don't want it to be true, so you're gonna suggest no, it's not I just true. Think that it's it's knowing people that do steroids. I think that 
it is insane that anybody suggests that little scrawny Tiger Woods. Lance Armstrong was scrawny. Lance Armstrong didn't work out. Says Tiger who? did. You don't think you don't think a professional cyclist works out? He doesn't lift five days a week like Tiger did. How do you know? And how do you know what Tiger was lifting? How do you know what he was lifting? Because he, he might not have been are- lifting the max reps, bro. He might not have been lifting for fucking gains like that. I will tell you, he put on 30 pounds of muscle in a couple of years with with high intensity workouts as far as uh burning calories. You're burning fucking uh you're burning meat too, bro. You burn both. Uh, he you can re- look up his workouts. It's not hard to find them. He would be enormous. And you said like I could have I could I could almost other than the fact that he got real fat, which is also a thing that all steroids will do. He was eating ten thousand calories a day, bro. Bryson I could do because he got he gained a lot of he weight. He was eating ten thousand calories a day. He gained a lot of weight in three months. Over three I'm thirty eight years old. I could put on thirty pounds of muscle over four years. If you're it, no, you over how much time? You said it was like three years that Tiger put this weight on. I don't, well, I don't know the exact amount of time. I'm saying that he got big quick. He got big quick. Over three years in your 20s, you could put on 30 pounds of muscle in far less than three years. Bro, when you're playing 20 plus events a year? Yes. When you're on the road half of the year? Yes. They work out you're, on the you're, road. You're wild, bro. Bro, you've lost your mind, bro. You are wild. Bryson, I don't know if Bryson's taking steroids. Who cares if he is or not? I don't fucking care. I don't even care if Tiger's taking steroids. I, I just think it's stupid to suggest he's never taken a PED for the amount of fucking injuries he's had, the amount of recovery he's had to go through, the fact that he got so much muscle in such a short amount of, like, all of it, and you're saying there's a 0% chance he took one PED in his entire fucking life? That's wild. That's wild. If he did, it didn't work. He took it the worst It did work. All right, guys, anyway. Dude I'll, br- dude, I'll get someone just to talk about this. Just to talk about hit. steroids, PEDs, and, and, and what the effects look like. Just so you understand, it's not about turning into a bodybuilder. It's not about turning into Bryson. Like, there's more to it than that, dude. I understand that they affect more. But if you're working out that much, you can't just be like, all right, Mr. Steroid. I'm going to work out this much, but I don't want the size. You're, you're making it sound me. like he was Give in the gym the- for eight hours. He wasn't in the gym for eight hours. He was doing other shit. He was in the gym lifting for 30, 45 minutes like everybody else, bro. And we don't know no. what kind of lifting he was doing. Was he maxing out? No, because his legs are the size of pencils. His like literally Natalie Golbus has got bigger leg muscles than Tiger, bro. Now maxing out in the gym if you got no leg muscles, dude. You can look up Tiger's workouts. You can look up Tiger's legs. Look up Google image his fucking ankles. You're not There's maxing not- out in the gym when you got ankles the size of Natalie, Natalie Golbus's legs, bro. It's not happening. Moving okay. on. Phelps. Phelpsgate. Never heard of it. Is he on steroids too? I don't know. 
You didn't. You don't know about uh, Phelps when he um, was in the. Uh, see, pulling this up right now, in the Olympics when he won eight gold medals. About it. Are y'all are y'all bummed out about Tiger now because you you you're starting to realize that he probably took a PED at some point in his life? No. Okay. One, I don't care if he did, and two, there's you do care if he did. If, you do care. That's did, a lie. If he did, he took the most ineffective PEDs of all time. Okay, so do you think it's plausible that he might have taken the most ineffective PEDs of all time? If they gave him a placebo. Yeah, sure. Oh he took PEDs. Bro, like all right, so all right, all right. Tiger's like, hey, I want some 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 PEDs, and they're like, here's this Tylenol that we're gonna tell you is PEDs. Sure. That's if what you said. all right, hold on. If you play the lottery, which by the way, Lotto's Powerball. I don't do you guys have Powerball in Ohio? Yeah, it's like two billion dollars. Yeah. All right. So you go buy one ticket. Is does that mean you have a chance of winning the lottery? Yeah. Now I'll argue your chances are so are so rare to win, are so small to win that if you buy one ticket and I buy zero tickets, our chances are almost the same to win. It's like an obnoxious, mm-hmm. like it's like three hundred million to one. Right. But technically speaking, if you buy a lotto ticket, you have a chance to win. So when you tell me Tiger didn't take any, it's a 0% chance. You're telling me he didn't buy a lotto ticket his entire career. You understand how, how, how small the chances are for that to be true? That's all I'm hung up on right now. It's not even whether I think he did it or not. I don't know. I think it's, I think there's at least, I would say there's a 10% chance that he did. I wouldn't give it there that high. But you, wait, no shit. Cause you're saying zero. You understand how wild zero is? Like I'm saying 10%. I'm saying there's a 90% chance he's clean. I would say that you're saying 0% chance he took I anything. I would say if, if there was any chance that he took, took it it would be in the last two years okay all right <laughs> bro i'm gonna dude i'm gonna get it, it, i'd uh, say i would put it at 0. 0.0 for the 2000s the 2000 to 2000 to now the last two years slight chance trying to get the leg to heal. No chance in the early 2000s. None. All right, we're moving on. Michael Phelps. I've, I've never heard any conspiracy theory about Michael Phelps. All right. A lot of people are saying... Um, See, I'm just pulling up some info on this. I have this on my phone. Okay. So here it is. The the Michael Phelps conspiracy theory believes that Phelps did not deserve to win his seventh gold medal at the 2008 Olympics. 
According to the theory, a close analysis of photo stills and video from the match show that Phelps lost the match by one one hundredth of a second. A website, 001ofasecond.com, invited conspiracy theorists to discuss the possibilities that the U.S. government was involved in helping Phelps win the close match, that there may have been a payoff, and that the other swimmer was in on it. 001ofasecond.com has since been shut down for unexplained reasons. <laughs> um, all right, so... In 2008, when he went on his historic run, right, he got like eight gold medals. Um, his seventh gold medal, well, I forgot what the what the relay. If, I don't think it was a relay. I forgot what the doesn't say what the actual like event was. But his seventh gold, there was a guy from another uh, another country that was right next to him, and it looked like on every video and every still that the guy touched the wall before Phelps. Like, and you can watch these videos that are out there. You can watch the stills that are out there. Here's what's interesting. It came back Phelps won. Even though the video shows otherwise, the photos show up. And again, it's close. Like, it's like you're talking about a bang, bang play in football. Like, this is like as close to bang. I mean, we're talking about literally like hundreds of a second. Like the naked eye, it almost looks like a tie probably. But... Phelps was a uh, here's what I think was interesting is Phelps is a um, or at the time was a what would you call it uh, like a he was endorsed by Omega Omega watches mm-hmm. what watches were used I'll take you let you get a wild guess what watches were used to time the swimmers Omega. Omega watches. You're correct. 100% correct. So I thought that was kind of funny and interesting. Were they, so, though? Say what? Were they, though? Were, were they, they using what, a watch to time the swimming? No, Omega was like the the official. Not, not a sponsor. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were a sponsor, but they're the official timekeeper of the Olympics. Right, like all the Olympics. Sponsor. They're not using watches to time these events. It's not a wristwatch, bro. I'm sure there's a special fucking like stopwatch that they use. That's but it's it's made and built by Omega. It's an Omega, bro. Th- th- that that isn't the conspiracy. That part isn't the conspiracy of what type of watch they're. They're not using a fucking wristwatch with a second hand on it, bro. Like some guy standing there with a fucking watch. That's not what I'm saying. The company made the stopwatches for the entire fucking Olympics. That's what they were timed on was Omega. I don't, I'm not a watch guy. I think Omega though is like supposed to be like a very reliable, resilient brand of like well-made watches. It's not Mm -hmm. Casio. They're not using a fucking Casio stopwatch, bro. It may or may not work. Okay. Omega is the timepieces that were used to measure the time in the event. Phelps happens to be endorsed by Omega. Thought it was interesting. All the footage and everything looks to see, looks to be whether, I mean, again, it's bang, bang. It's very, very close. But there are a lot of people that think there might have been a payoff. 
because Phelps was on a run and they didn't want this to be kind of the uh, the thorn in the side, so to speak. And since it was basically Hell. a tie anyway, they just kind of gave it to him. Plausible or not plausible? Don't the, isn't the, like, award given immediately after the race? No, I mean, this went to, like, I don't know what they would call it. Like, whatever you, whatever the, like, the replay situation in the NFL, like, how they go off and they look at it, like, that's what Mm -hmm. happened here. Don't they do it while they're still in the water? They're sitting there hanging onto the wall? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could tell you. I don't know. Because I believe they do it while they're still there in the water waiting to see the result. And you can't, like, talk to the guy, hey, guy in the water, can we pay you off just to give it to Phelps? Seems sketchy. Well, I don't think they're going to ask the guy in the water if he wants to finish second place. I think that what what happens is in a situation like that is they give it to Phelps. Once he gets out of the water and goes in the fucking locker room, someone pulls him aside with a black suit on. It's like, hey, here's the situation. This is how you're going to handle this. And this is what what's going to happen for you. And if you don't, this is this is um, this is Muhammad and he has a bone saw with him. Yeah, exactly. I think that's <laughs> what happens. I don't know. <laughs> plausible or not plausible? Oh, the IOC is pretty sketchy, so I'll go with plausible. Okay. And here's here's the Bleacher Report article I found. <clears throat> Michael Phelps lost the race, won the gold. Michael Phelps had a horrible start at the beginning of the 100-meter butterf- butterfly. Is what it was. 100-meter butterfly at the 2008 Beijing Games, but he managed to put together a miraculous finish to take gold. Or did he? The replay isn't conclusive, but appears to show Serbia's Milorad Kavic narrowly defeating Phelps. And I mean, this is what I was talking about. You can go watch the video. Like, it literally looks like the guy hit the wall before Phelps. Like, you would think by just watching it and watching the replay that, oh, Phelps got a very close second place. And then I'll go on to read here. Phelps was given the uh, the win according to his electronic touchpad, which registered the American coming in one one hundredth of a second before Kavik. The possible conspiracy theory here is that Phelps' ele- electronic touchpad was tri- uh, was rigged to be extra sensitive, and that the swimmer had actually triggered the pad with the force on the water of his hand moved. Uh, sorry, but that the force of the water his hand moved in their downstroke toward the wall. That That's the weirdest sentence I've ever fucking read in my life. I'm not sure that's <laughs> correct. Let me read that one more time. And the swimmer had actually triggered the pad with the force of the water his hand moved in their downstroke toward the wall. Still having a hard time putting that one together. Plausibility level. Believing Phelps' pad was rigged is a bit much, but who's to say his desperate final lunge wasn't enough to trigger the device? I just I read in another article that the the timepieces that were used to, to to register all this stuff that's obviously connected to this pad or whatever that we're talking about it's all Omega and I just thought it was funny that Phelps is uh, endorsed at the time by Omega anyway so so I, I ask you again I know you said that the Olympic you think they're all crooks IOC is super crooked plausible or not plausible plausible. All right. 
And I think probably one of the most interesting sports conspiracy theories, and you may or may not be aware of this one. So let me ask you this. What do you think is the most untouchable record in baseball? Probably Cal Ripken's Iron Man. I, I would 100% agree with you. Now, what if what if I told you his record almost didn't happen? Or if it, it might have still happened, but it wasn't like as strong as it is right now. And what if I told you there's a conspiracy surrounding that record? Or the current record, I should say. I wouldn't be surprised. Here's the theory. While staying at the home of longtime friend Cal Ripken Jr., Kevin Costner gets caught sleeping with the legendary shortstop's wife. You got to keep an eye on Costner. <laughs> do, you, do you let Costner just stay at your house? Mm-mm. I don't know if that's a good idea. So, again, I just want to point out, him sleeping with the wife is not the conspiracy. Okay. By all accounts, that actually happened. That's not the conspiracy part. So just keep that in mind. While staying at the home of the longtime friend Cal Ripken Jr., Kevin Costner gets caught sleeping with the legendary shortstop's wife. Cool. After uh, reportedly beating up Costner, a distraught Ripken is unable to rally for the evening's game at Oriole Park, effectively ending his consecutive game streak. He didn't play in the game. The game happened. Okay. However, a choreographed blackout of stadium lights forced the game to be postponed, thus giving Ripken time to recover. They only made it through the three and a half innings or four four innings. It wasn't enough for a complete game. Then there was a miraculous blackout. And it was rescheduled or it was canceled. And Ripken played the next night. Was there a blackout in the stadium or the city? The stadium. Only the stadium. So it, so they ask, is it plausible? And then it says, if you think this scenario is plausible, then I have a beach house in Idaho that I'd like to sell you. It's a tremendous investment opportunity. This story is so salacious that it makes the young and the restless look like father knows best. Besides, if Ripken can play through a sprained left ankle, he can ball on a broken heart. That's the opinion of the uh, blogger here. But it happened. Um, this was like, this came up on pretty much all the cons- uh, the sports conspiracy ones. Let me just see. There's another write-up. Yeah, here we go. Why fans believe it's true. In 1997, two years after breaking Lou Gehrig's record for consecutive games played, a game between the Orioles and Mariners was postponed because of an electrical failure that affected the lights at Camden Yards. (laughs) This led to a wild rumor that the team intentionally caused the failure to save Ripken's streak when they learned Ripken would be unable to play after he got into a fight with Kevin Costner. Why it's probably bunk. News reports at the time show that Ripken was at the stadium and sitting in the dugout prior to the power outage, but he didn't play. Why would you be there and not play? Maybe Uh you just fucking found, maybe you just found out Costner was banging your wife, bro. 
I mean, to me, that's just a wild rumor to just make up. Like, like I feel like that would have been like immediately dissolved by the wife, by somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did not fuck Kevin Costner. You know, I feel like that would have deserved like some sort of press conference from the wife. And then all of a sudden, the fucking lights go out, bro. I don't know. Uh, I, I can see Costner banging someone's wife. Like that to me is very plausible. Yeah. I don't know that a streak that's years away is uh that like they're thinking about it that closely. Like no, this oh. is two years after he broke it. So this is in 1997, two years after breaking Lou Gehrig's oh, record. Oh, so he had the record games. already. Yeah, he, he was on a roll. He was like, there was zero reason for anybody to think that it was going to end anytime soon. And I mean, he, he was at the point now where he's two seasons after breaking the record. He's probably starting to approach the amount of games played consecutively that it might not be broken. And I can guarantee they didn't want it to go out because Kevin Costner banged his, wife. banged his wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's totally plausible that there's an electrical problem at the stadium. You know, like, I mean, it, it, what's crazy is it happened in the fourth inning. Like, because when did, when is the game complete? Five? Uh, more than half, right? It might be five and a half. I think it's five complete innings. We would have to look that yes. up. But I think it's more I than used half. To know this. And it happened. It didn't happen in the first inning. It didn't happen in the second inning. And he was at the game. They're saying that there's there's news reports saying that Ripken was in the fucking dugout. But he refused to play because he couldn't play the game because he just he has the image of Costner from Waterworld banging his wife in the kitchen. Next Shit. to a loaf of bread where he makes sandwiches. It's five innings. And this happened in the fourth inning, bro. So it's almost because it's not it's not starting consecutive games. It's just playing in consecutive games, right? Is that no, what the record starts, was? It starts. It, well, this says breaking Lou Gehrig's record for consecutive games played. I thought it was starts. But uh, what it is, whatever. It Lou Gehrig's records never get broken, so nobody will ever touch first or second. So it doesn't matter. All right, let me ask you a two part here, and then we're gonna wrap this up. Kevin Costner banging Ripken's wife on the island in the kitchen, right next to where he makes sandwiches. Plausible or not plausible? Plausible. The Baltimore Orioles having an intentional uh, electrical failure affecting the lights in Camden Yards in the fourth inning and one inning before a complete game to postpone it so Ripken can continue his streak. Plausible, not plausible. 
seems sketchy, but I sure let's go with it. Seems like it would be. It's he's already got the record. I don't know what what the point would be, but can't let I it can end st- on that. I could see not wanting it to end on. You can't let it end on that. Like he has to go out. Like what do you? What ultimately stopped him? Like what, would he retire? Like what? What ultimately was it that he? He got hurt. Had, it has to be. You have to wait for an injury. You can't let it go out because Costner's banging your wife, bro. You that can't be the reason. A broken heart. You can't let that happen, dude. I gotta be honest with you though. I mean, let me ask, bro. Could you go out and play baseball after you just found found Costner banging your wife on the kitchen island? Not well. Not and be focused on it. Why would you be in the dugout not playing if you're not hurt? Wouldn't do that either. But he was there. You know what I'm saying? Like he just showed up to the game, but he just was like, "I'm not going to play. I can't play." Like, what? What would be the reason other than an injury? I'd have just not showed up. I'd have been like Eminem and had her tied up in the trunk. All right. So to wrap this up. This was a special podcast, so it's an extra long one. So I don't mind that. It's fine. So of all the conspiracies that we talked about, the sports ones, you know, Roswell, moon landing, election fraud, Elvis, flat earth, inside job, 9-11. I honestly wasn't even planning on Tiger taking steroids, but that turned out to be a big one. Zero. You said 0% chance plausible. Zero. The moon landing has a bigger plausibility to be faked, but not Tiger taking a PD. Which of these conspiracies, because let's be honest, the thing about conspiracy theories is once you start piling up enough of them, one of them has to be true. Right? Sure. We're going to go with Cal Ripken on this one. You think so, of all the conspiracy theories the we talked most, about, most plausible one, Cal Ripken. Oh, don't forget about uh, about about um, Phelps. Got to throw him in there too. But yeah, so of all the conspiracy theories, yeah, even the Jordan one. Actually, no, I'm gonna go with uh, Phelps is the most plausible because the IOC is so crooked. I see. I I'm I see. I'm torn. I think it's either Jordan or, or Ripken. I think they're both true. I, I think I've never heard of either one of them. Well, Jordan's a huge gambler, big time gambler. Well, right, apparently, he had that. some massive debts he had to pay. Not that he couldn't pay him, but like it was, it was becoming an issue, like with Vegas and stuff. And, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying they're a hundred percent. I'm just saying like, I, if I, all right, ones I wouldn't be surprised, wouldn't be surprised about Jordan. If that was true, wouldn't be surprised. Definitely wouldn't be surprised about Kevin Costner banging your wife in the kitchen. Can't let Costner stay at your house. <laughs> no. Can't do that. I mean, have you never seen tin cup? Exactly. That's an autobiography. Basically. I think Phelps could be true too. You know how it's like in baseball, they they give the tie to the runner. Like Phelps gets the tie. Tie goes to Phelps. He just won six fucking gold medals in that same Olympics. Like he's not taking a silver on a tie. 
Right. You don't think there's a chance that the earth could be flat? No. I've seen pictures. Okay. One of these has to be true. Which one is the most likely to be true? Earth is flat. Elvis is alive. Tiger took a PED. <laughs> Elvis is alive. <laughs> oh my God, bro. <laughs> Wild times. Wild times. Listen. You didn't think you were going to get an answer other than that, did you? I thought you were going to at least say something that's logical. No. <laughs> Dude, there's a better chance of the earth is flat than Elvis being alive. How do you know? Did you see him die? No, but when did he die? Look up what year he died, bro. He'd be like 100 years old right now. There's no way he's living to 100 years old, bro. He died in his 50s, I think, in like 70-something. 77. How old was he? Uh, 52. 52. He'd be wicked old. Was he 52? That was just a guess. Oh, I don't know. Uh, 42. 42. So he'd be in his, he'd be like Betty White. Betty White's dead. And Betty White didn't do a bunch of fucking cocaine. Well, cocaine keeps you alive. Keeps the heart going. Anyway, episode 40 is now in the books, guys. Long episode. Hope you like the long form content. If Proke upset you, mission accomplished. Nobody cares. That's that's what I was trying to trying to bait him a little bit. You definitely pissed off the Amish. Hundred percent pissed off the Amish and uh, the tiger haters. Tiger haters, you pissed off the Amish. Hundred percent, like you pissed off a lot of people that would say that there's a zero. There's there's people that would say there's a zero percent chance the moon landing was fake. Uh, yeah. And there's people that would say that 9-11 was 100% inside job, so. Uh, I don't think you could say it's 100% inside job. I think there's a lot of people that would say there's like a 10% chances and it's, it, it was an inside job. I don't think anybody can say it's 100%. If you're saying that 9-11 was 100% an inside job, you're probably saying Sandy Cook was not real. And how much money... Did that did that cost Alec Jones like a billion dollars? Something ridiculous. Uh, the amount of money he doesn't have, like he doesn't have that kind of money, and he owes that kind of money, which is wild too. Yeah, but but it, yeah, that's that's like off the rails Alec Jones shit. If you're if you say it's like a hundred percent inside job, I don't think anything's a hundred percent. So with all this been said, like. I don't think anything's 100%, but I think things are 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
the new media is here to stay. And we taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more. 